You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. James, we have a problem. Yep. It has come to my attention that the release date for Jedi Fallen Order is November 15th. Am I correct? Absolutely right. It is also the release date of Pokemon Shield and Sword, and now I am conflicted because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was going to play Last Last (laughs) Jedi Fallen Order, and now I have another distraction at the same time. Pokemon Shield and Sword, I am very excited for it, but I don't know if I love Pokemon more than I love this podcast. I can't tell. Oh, I can tell. The fact that you're that you can't figure it out right now tells me that you're more of a Pokemon guy. So, welcome to Pokemon Scum. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> catch them all. Wait, Pikachu. What us? <laughs> Squirtle. Look. And this is the one that I got wrong, and Andrew had to. This is uh, the Basaur. Bulbasaur. Bob. The number one Pokemon in the Pokedex. Number one, <laughs> Bulbasaur. He is number one. Come at me, fans, and fight me. I have uh, ongoing uh, arguments with people I work with about these made-up monsters, and Bulbasaur is the best. This is. Uh, I can't Anyways. wait to see how many thumbs downs we got. By the way, check this out. I got oh. Snoke. I got Snoke Vintage series. Ooh la la. Um, I so I actually, I gotta tell you, guys, shut up before we introduce ourselves. I got this from Amazon. Mm. Uh, it was uh, five or six dollars. I got, I got. This one was wow. also five or six dollars. The Ray Vintage was also. So I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm gonna get it. So I get it, and they send me, they send me the Snokey Snoke. Yeah. And it said new, right? So it comes in, and then I noticed that it's like it's creased and i'm like you know what I, what it was six dollars like if i collect who cares but then i look and the seam right here was taped on with with scotch tape jeez so i emailed amazon i said dude like i don't really care too much i glue it back whatever because i'm probably yeah. gonna put it on my wall like right there. but i'm like yeah. what but the thing is is like don't tell me it's new and then send me one yeah. taped up yeah so they sent me this one here this is brand spanking new no questions asked came the next day Nice. Like it was like, I'm like, you don't even ship normally for that. For this is a six dollar add on item, and they gave it to me. So it was good. So shout out to Amazon who's taking over the world. <laughs> um, also shout out to you, Brock, and shout out to everybody listening. You can listen to us as long as you can be on YouTube, but also listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're also on Stitcher and some other stuff as well. Yeah, wherever you ingest podcasts, that's where we'll be. I'm trying to figure out, um, like, I, that was a stall for me because I want to tell you to get Jedi Fallen Order, but at the same time, I don't have an Xbox, you don't have a PlayStation, we can't play it together, and I don't think it's a oh, multiplayer I know. game. Any- but I don't think it's a multiplayer game anyway, so that doesn't really matter. So I'm thinking, no, I don't think so. just get your Pokemon game, make yourself happy, I'll get <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, and I will hate my life. Aaron will get obsessed with it for a while, and it'll be, she'll probably be, you know, Back to work and being like, I can't work. I'm fun. I'm unfocused. I got to save the Jedi from the Sith Inquisitors and whatnot. I have pre-ordered Jedi Fallen Order. I pre-ordered it. 
just the regular game or did you get one of those fun extras or anything like that? So I got the, so I walked into EB games and I said, I want to pre-order the star Wars video game. Jedi will follow order. And he goes, okay. And I, he goes, which one? And I said, the expensive one, but there are three levels of expensive Jedi. Yeah, cards. There is. So there's like the regular one. And I'm like, I don't want the regular one. You, you not, you get rid of that. And then he goes, okay, do you want the one that comes with the figure? This is the figure you get. That one? Spoiler what? alert. This box is creased right here. They gave me 10% off. So I go, well, nah, how much is it with the figure? And they're like, it's $140 or something. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll have the $90 option. So I got the, the I got the middle tier. So I'm middle class, and I got the middle class option for Jedi Fallen Order. Well, That's what I got. What do you get with that one? Uh, a yellow lightsaber, I think. I don't know. Look, they don't give you anything. I was hoping for socks or <laughs> in the states you get uh, you get a purge trooper who's slowly becoming my new favorite trooper. A purge trooper pin. I'm like, I want an yeah. enamel pin. Here we get yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. nothing at all. Maybe you know where you live in civilization, you get stuff. But where I am, absolutely. By the way, <laughs> the other EB games yesterday had Commander Fox Black Series. Also, it's available. What? It's available on ebgames.ca right now. You can check that out, Brock. Uh, it's. A, yep. <laughs> I forgot to tell you, it is available to purchase at EB Games, Commander Fox, oh. uh, right there. I I saw something. I think it was Silver Snail in downtown Toronto had a couple copies of Commander Gree, and I was like, Ooh, Ooh baby, how much were those? Yeah, like I don't know. They usually price it at like thirty or so. That's not bad. They usually okay. have good stuff. Okay. Actually, is, yeah. I was talking to um, somebody. I'm not going to say who's going to be on the Outlander Club on uh, Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. I have a very special guest for that. Um, he's pretty awesome, and he uh, he he's in he's based out of uh, New York. I'll say that. And he actually asked me if the Sil- Silver Snail was still open, and I was like, "Oh, good yeah. throwaway, nice, nice uh, reference." Yes, it is. So that was pretty awesome. This is the 140th episode of the Rebel Scum Podcast. My name is James. This is Brock. And you're watching us for the 140th time, plus whatever other stuff you've watched. I don't know why, but like Brock said, we all love Star Wars here. And I, Ooh, think, baby. I think that was my favorite takeaway from last week's episode was when you said, I love Star Wars. <laughs> oh. Did you? So I live in the woods, but you live in civilization. Like I said, in the burbs, you live in the suburbs. Were you home on Halloween night? I was, but I was sleeping. Oh, there it is, Commander Fox. <laughs> did you? Um, did you see any kids? I think we had our. It's weird. I live in a neighborhood that's you know fairly big. It's older. I think a lot of the kids or young adults have aged out. Yeah. Even though there's like three or four schools in my area. Uh, but they never come in. I don't know. I live in a circle or a, uh, cul-de-sac cul-de-sac. Uh, and they never come down our street, but I don't think enough people at the, like we're in like the very end of the cul-de-sac. So the houses on the outside never put on pumpkins. So I think that's what deters the kids. And it is kind of spooky at night. Spooky, scary. Um, I think three, I was, I'm just getting over a cold. So I was like, I got home and went to sleep promptly <laughs> i was just wondering I heard, if you saw any uh yeah. star wars characters no i not to my knowledge i should have asked uh my roommate joe because i know he was answering the doors so but we still have candy so what you gonna do awesome. um, i i i bought 90 chocolate bars i live in the woods not one kid came to my door so i've been yeah. eating 90 chocolates <laughs> and uh it's it's actually been a lot of fun but i did 
on Halloween in in Peterborough, I found out they the malls open. I don't know, maybe they do this everywhere, but and kids can go trick or treating at the shops in the mall like before they go out on the street. So I had to pick up some stuff from the mall, and um, it was awesome. I got to see all these kids dressed up, and I saw a couple stormtroopers, which I thought was totally cool. They're my favorites. Nice. I asked for pictures, and uh, I got a shoe thrown at me. And that was it from the mom. I'm just joking. That never happened. I, but I did see some stormtroopers, which is cool. Speaking of costumes, I never told yeah. you about this. This has only happened like last week or a week before. I was, I work in corporate AV, and I was doing a video on some meeting that had also a, a vendor fair. And the uh, the typical thing is when people are, and it's all technology people, and they were using like computers and stuff. And of course, people that sell the product at a vendor fair or show it off or whatever they're never prepared because they're not actual technicians they're usually salespeople, right and I, maybe i'm being a little biased but like they're never prepared so they always hunt down if there's a navy tech like myself they hunt me down to try to get dongles and stuff right so this one guy was harassing me like two or three times to get dongles and I, I just couldn't help him out. He at one point wanted USB-C to VGA, which does exist, but it's just so dumbfounding that it exists because it's like an old video signal cable being converted to a new video signal. <laughs> Anyways, I won't bore you with the ins and outs of AV. But the reason I bring it up is he saw my uh, my toolbox that I bring on site and it's covered in stickers and most of them are Star Wars. And he's yes. like, oh, do you like Star Wars? I'm like, yes, I do. He's like, well, so do I. I have a huge, sweet Vader sticker. It was weird. I was like, cool. Like, he's a grown man, older than me. He had a top knot, though, so, you know, he's probably young at heart. Um, but he was talking about, yeah, nobody, nobody messes with my Vader sticker. I'm like, cool, man, whatever. <laughs> just like, get out of here. I think he was, like, trying to, like, just feel me out for being a Star Wars fan because then he's like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a very excited. I just, I think it was, no, it was the week before the trailer. And he just drops this. Is like, I'm part of the f- 501st Legion. Whoa. I'm like, oh whoa, really? I like, I go to Fan Expo. I love- oh, that's how. Because I said I went to Fan Expo, and they're all stickers from Fan Expo. He's like, oh, I go there all the time on 501st. <laughs> I'm like, oh cool, man. He's like, yeah, I got Stormtrooper, a Vader. Because I guess that's oh. the point of having a Vader. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. But I was just like not in the mood. Otherwise, I'd be like, "Hey, man, I have a Star. I didn't. I don't. I usually like to like throw that out. I'm like, yeah, I like Star Wars. I got a, I got a Star Wars podcast. No problem. <laughs> but I was just not in the mood. <laughs> so it, I, I maybe it was a missed opportunity. Super cool guy. I don't really know his name. It just he was just hounding me. I'm like, dude, I like, just like get out. It wasn't like anything to do with him. Was just like, I'm I'm zoned out. I'm I, I gotta focus on the show. Anyways, so that was cool. That James, is pretty cool. Yo. By chance, do you have that fun Star Wars gift that you got today from work in the room? The mag? The DVD. The DVD. No, it's not in the room. Oh. Ironic that you sent me that. What you got, what did you get this? You got, you showed up. Uh, it, it's not, like, I'm not, it wasn't to keep. I'm borrowing it. it oh, borrow. Like, yeah, gotcha, it was a borrow. Gotcha. It's a friend it of mine. It was on your desk, though, when you got home. Yes, yes. A friend work. of mine. Oh, he's not even a huge Star Wars fan. But he owns this DVD. He goes, do you want to borrow it? I was like, uh, yeah. And then I forgot about it, and he just left it there. 
And uh, yeah, it was the. Um, do you want me to tell them what? Like, say what it was. Yeah. I, it was the Ewoks two two for DVD. Because I said it's actually it's actually kind of difficult to find now. It's not the, it, it's not difficult yeah, to find. Yeah. It's difficult to find for a reasonable price. Is yeah, what I'll yeah, say. Yeah. And he goes, "I have it." And I said, "That is the most random thing I've ever heard." And then, like, I think that was like last week. And then I showed up the day after Halloween with some some Kit Kats. Because Aaron was complaining because the box of chocolates I bought didn't have Kit Kats in them. Look, I like Krispy Crunch. I bought the one with Krispy Crunch in it. Okay, yeah, I, I also like, like Kit Kat. Don't get me wrong, but I wanted a damn Krispy Crunch, so yeah, I got yeah, yeah. ninety of them. So anyway, she complained about that, so she gave me a bag of, of Kit Kats <laughs> and also uh, Ewoks, Caravan of Courage, and uh, and Battle of Endor. Battle for Endor. So I haven't watched them yet. I'm planning to this week with Aaron. That's part of our journey to the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Well, that's funny that that's ha- happened to you this week, because I have a colleague who was going through. I, I think he's he just had stuff at his parents' house that he had to go through, so he's like he found some Star Wars things. No, and look what he gave me. No, Droids! what? That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god, that is the cool. That's actually really hard to get and expensive because I've looked. I love the the guy from the police was it the drummer or whatever plays the theme song in yes. trouble. With, and uh, um, it's Anthony uh, Daniels is in it. Um, Stuart Copeland. Yeah. So, and Anthony Daniels is in that. Yeah, and you've yeah. got Boba Fett's in there. IG-88 is in it. Um, you've got um, – there's so many – Brock, when you watch it, I'm not even making this up. There's so many ref- – like the, the prequel trilogy, there are things in yeah. there that were later used for prequel trilogy. It is that – and so what it is is like – how many episodes is it? Like 12 and it's – three four-part episodes basically so there's like so the droids are with one they have one group of masters for like four episodes then they have another group for like four then another group for four and it is just like the coolest thing ever um oh god didn't you do a whole bunch of reviews on this yes i uh, only one's air so far i'm putting them out slowly but um yeah yeah like it's i i went back so everybody complained about resistance house for kids and i said why don't i go back and watch these cartoons and i genuinely uh i genuinely love droids that's what uh don't lose that person in your life because (laughs) if when you hear if you look here like when you're talking about the prequels this looks like um what are the aliens the tall aliens utapau utapau guys yeah they do they do there's a lot i'm telling like i think uh ben uh ben burr i think the crew were uh, the crew that worked on the show worked on the prequels a lot and you can really see the tie-ins it's oh my god it's so good brock i'm geeking out over an 80s cartoon show that nobody watched uh, the the title of episode four on side A, because it's one of those double-sided DVDs, is The Revenge of Uh, Kaibo Ren, which I know you've already probably pointed out. But he's on that right there. That's Kaibo Ren on your cover right there that you pulled out, that little fat guy right there. The fat guy. (laughs) That is Kaibo Ren. Kaibo Ren comes in an episode. He kind of does something. He's he's a pirate, and there's all these space pirates, and he's ahead of the pirates. It's so good. so much fun. I think IG-88's in the Kaibo Ren episode, actually. Just saying. You just got me very wound awesome. up and excited for, for sure. <laughs> I'll get a little bit more excited because also in my care package from my colleague, oh, Phantom what? Menace on VHS collector's edition widescreen, blah, 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 which comes with the movie. Uh, yeah, 35, 35mm film strip. Is it in and there? And a 48-inch collector's book. Let's open it up. Oh, it's my there, God. Okay. 
Oh, I, what's I, the film I strip of? What it is. Oh, that's beautiful. It's, it's uh, it's it's a wide shot of uh, some like Naboo, uh, one like... of the palaces on um, uh, what do you call it, Naboo. Naboo. All right, all right. Yeah. I got the the Spider Man, the Sam Raimi Spider Man box set like that when it came out. Uh, there's also a value book over seventy dollars worth of cool Star Wars savings inside. Ooh, are they still valid? <laughs> have they expired yet? Should I open? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, don't, don't. You want to decrease the value of that? The book is not here. That's okay. But the VHS is there. Look at that baby. Oh. It'd be awesome if it was just like crackers. <laughs> it's Caravan of Courage in there. It's like the 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 box is dinged up because you know it's a cardboard box. But the VHS is fairly pristine. So that comes from my colleague Chris Carson. He is uh he often talks Star Wars with me. He was the one that brought up like, hey, what if Ray is Wedge's daughter? And I'm like, bruh, you don't even know. <laughs> but then uh, I said to him the other day, uh, I was like, oh, Wedge is back in uh, the movies. Oh, and then finally I was at a video oh. store in Toronto. Ayla Secura was on sale for $20, and I have it. That was uh, from... Uh, the Smuggler's Bounty Box from yes. like two years ago. Anyways, that was that's it. I wanted the uh, the 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 pod racing Smuggler's Bounty. I never got it though. It came with a Sabalba Funko. I want oh, that Sabalba yeah. so bad. Uh, let's get into the show now. It's only been twenty minutes and we haven't got <laughs> talked about anything Star Wars. We have this is all Star Wars. This is what we do. It's a podcast. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Check us out over on Patreon. Thank you to all our brand new patrons. It really Woo! means a lot. This is our journey to the rise of Skywalker. It is going to be a long, long journey from now until uh, December 19th when we finally go see the movie. I can't wait to go see it. Uh, you you are a little bit hesitant on it, but I, I, can't, I can't wait. Also, guys, our live stream is Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. They're a lot of fun as well. Uh, so that's all. And to just go on our, our Twitter and Instagram and stuff, and you'll see our like schedule of, of shows. It just looks yeah. like a cluster muck of everything that's happening. Because it's, so, it's a very exciting time. The Mandalorian, we're less than a week away from the Mandalorian, Brock. That's coming November 12th. Um, oof, what a time to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah. But let's talk about Ray Palpatine. <laughs> but what's the deal with Ray? I've been thinking a lot about Ray because Funko just uh, announced last week that they're going to do the Dark Ray uh, Funko Pop of Rex. Dark Ray, and which is something that I think I talked about with with uh, Andrew or somebody, where I'm like, why? Where was that Black Series figure? Where's the Dark Ray Black Series? That's what we would all. It doesn't matter if she's a Vision in for two seconds. We would all buy that figure because that would oh, yeah. look amazing. Where is that? So they finally announced this, but I've been thinking. It, you know, we talked about this a little bit, but Dark Ray is so cool. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's just going to be a little vision that either she or Kylo sees, or do you think there's more to this Dark Ray in the film? Because she does look more possessed and robotic mm-hmm. than, say, a vision would be. Uh, going back to what you're saying about the, the Funko Pops, is like, yeah, I. I when I saw because they released a whole bunch of stuff. I think there was like Plo Koon and uh, Kit Fisto Black Series. Black Series, and yeah. I, and I'm like, I was. It made me think of when we were talking for uh, Triple Force Friday, where we're like, we know we're getting more toys. Like they just can't reveal all that stuff. I mean, 
They could have. Could they have released Dark Ray on that day as well as uh, Evil C3PO? Why not? That was announced by then, right? Yeah, we saw it from D23 in August. We knew, like, two months, a month and a half, whatever it was, we knew that those things existed. They could have done that easily. Yeah, like, Babu Frick was sort of announced that on Triple Force Friday. And then the following trailer, we got a real visual. Well, I think we saw a picture, then a visual. So it's just sort of like. Oh, here's all the toys being away. I mean, they could have they could have dropped Kit Fisto and Plo Koon on that would have been awesome. You know what I mean? They could have done that then. Uh, but going back to Dark Ray, uh, what was the question? Do you think there's more to Dark Ray than just what people are people are guessing uh, that she's just a vision either by by Ray herself, like yeah. like the Cave and Dagobah, or Kylo Ren? Maybe do you think there's more yeah. to it than that? Because well, when you watch it, she looks very robotic and stiff and kind of possessed, almost like not human. Mm-hmm. I hope there's more to it. I think it would be fun, even if it's even if it's like a I don't know. It, I would just like as I. Th- as you say it, I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be cool? And then there's like good Ben or whatever. Like they switch spots or yes. something. You. I don't know how you do it. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I feel like you don't go to the trouble of inventing a prop of a double and a double double sided uh, uh, lightsaber where like how it swung out like a Swiss Army knife. Like. I feel like you don't really go to that much trouble for the just the visual. Like, there's got to be more to it. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know where to go with it. Like, I think it's for a reason. I think, like, that's a lot to, like, just put. So, like, oh, let's throw this in the trailer and just mess with everyone. Uh, but, yeah. Do you think there's that scene in the new trailer when you see like the over the shoulder shot of what we're all assuming is Shivp's hood? It's Shivp's hood looking down at Ray in the new trailer. Right. Yeah. People are speculating now online that that is actually Dark Ray looking down at Ray. Like Ray has entered and sees herself oh. on that chair. Now, I don't know if that's a thing. I haven't seen the movie and I haven't read the leaks. And I, I mean, I did call JJ Abrams and um, he called the cops <laughs> on me twice. Uh, but, so that's something that's out there. I don't know if I, I don't not like, I could see it. Like, I think it's really cool and unique and clever. I think it's, I think it's Palpatine on there uh, staring at her. But again, we talked about red herrings last week. You yep. think, you know, and I, we both agree that we think what he says is a red herring, that those are two separate parts of a conversation may splice together and if they're going to do that maybe that shoulder maybe ray walks in and maybe where we see that area is actually just her cave on dagobah like her personal cave on dagobah not literally a cave on dagobah yeah 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 um i guess when i really think about it is like making ray evil the regular character seems disjointed because like you spend all this time making her like the hero and to have her go evil as much as I'd be like that'd be kind of neat to go I think she's going to be good all the way through so yeah I guess my answer should be then yeah it's just a vision but like I think it's still going to be an important vision right like it's not just like Luke uh, smashes Vader and then his face is under the helmet like I think it's going to be a little bit more to it perhaps it's Maybe not a lengthy part of the movie, but like an important part of the movie. Uh, 
Every time I see that scene though with the hood thing, like as I always think it's Vader for some reason. <laughs> Ooh, there's a twist. Uh, but then like talking about that scene from what we've seen in the trailer, I've heard buzz that like it's Ben and or well, Kylo. I'm not gonna go Ben Demption on this. Kylo and Ray at the foot of this like throne, and apparently Ben is holding a blue lightsaber, not the red one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I think. I think that scene is very important because there is a lot of talk about it and I feel like they show things and I'm like, that doesn't, all this stuff doesn't like make sense together. So I would, I would love like, like a third act sort of scene where like, because we know it's going to be Kylo versus Rey in the very end or not, we know, maybe I'm not saying we know it's going to be versus, but like, it's going to be them together at the very end. Well, the rest of the resistance is fighting the first order, in my opinion. Maybe that's too, too cliche of an ending, but their their story is gonna veer off, and they're gonna have this, and that's gonna be the final thing. I think this is all gonna happen then. So I I wouldn't be against that if it's like, think of all the possibility. Or well, think about what Palpatine says in the last trailer. He says something. He's like, how does he phrase it? Like, doesn't he say like? You've come all this way together. You found each other. Your coming perhaps, together will, uh, is your undoing. Right. So, like, perhaps this scene sort of relates on, like, you could have gone down so many paths, and this is how you ended up, according to my plan. Perhaps we get to see those different paths. Like, that would be wild. I mean, that's such a comic book trope where you're like, what if... <laughs> What if, like, Spider-Man wasn't bitten by a spider and his parents were alive? What kind of person would he be? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, those little things. Like, that would be fun. I don't know. I'm just pulling things out of the air. Because I don't know. I don't work for Lucasfilm or do I? You don't. You do. What <laughs> if what it was when Snoke was the big bad, when Snokey Snoke was the big bad that we all thought, you know, we we're like, oh, yeah. Snoke, who is Snoke? Oh, Snoke is. And this, the one theory that kept lingering around out there was that Snoke was trying to use Kylo or Rey to rejuvenate mm-hmm. himself to take their power and kind of like yeah. bring, fill it all up what if they have taken that plot line that maybe that's what J.J. Abrams had in store for Snoke all along and then when Snoke got off he's like well I'll just reuse that and I'll put that in SheVP right now and Palpatine is going to be hanging there and he's going to be all old and decrepit even more so than he was in Return of the Jedi now he's been thrown down this shaft he's like all scarred up but he's pretty much Snoke in a cloak at this point with Ian McDermott <laughs> instead of Andy Serkis what if, but what if he's like, okay, you guys are here now, and now I'm going to take that. And part of it is maybe he's not taking Ray and, and stealing her soul, but he's putting himself into her, kind of like Chucky, yeah. Halloween just passed. So what if, like that, and he takes over Ray's body at one point? That would be awesome. I'd be down for that, even though it would weaken her character, but that would be so cool if that... <laughs> well, she's looking for her place in all of this. But let's back up for a second. Snoke in a cloak is the new elf on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Snoke in a cloak. Okay, uh, but yeah, oh, I love that. Um, I hate that we have to be talking about Palpatine still. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I really, I really hope this evil Ray thing, Dark Ray, is important. You know what I mean? Like, I think it will be. I don't know. It's, I don't know. J.J. Abrams did a pretty good first movie. I'm pretty sure he's going to do it. The only thing with Ray is who is Ray 
Why yeah. is Ray? What is Ray? We don't have any answers to that. And I still think Ryan Johnson was focused on the wrong question for Ray. Like, I don't care who, mm. like I care who her parents are. Ray doesn't. Cause she knows who they are. Cause she was nine or 10 years old when they left. Like yeah. we know that, like you're answering the wrong questions and that might've been on purpose. We'll find out. Or maybe she was wrong about who her, her parents were. Um, I, I hope, Whatever plays out here, and I really hope there's something big happening with Dark Ray, but I I, I do strongly doubt that they would give us that in a D23. Th- although that was in front of it, which was projected to be huge, and I don't know if it was or not, but I just, I, I hope there's more, and I hope it really rounds her character in a way where we say, because she's not important to the story. Kylo Ren says she's not important to the story. And I'm going to take Kylo Ren at face value there. So show me why she's important to the story. Is it just you know, is it the, the Kylo and Ray need each other to get to CVP? Is it CVP needs them? What is it about those two together and about Ray that is going to bring about the rise of Skywalker? Because mm-hmm. what we know right now in this sequel trilogy is Ray is our protagonist, Kylo is our antagonist, Finn is awesome, Poe Dameron flies very well, but Skywalker is about to rise. And how do all those elements come together? To, ride, to to make that title make sense. Daisy Ridley said that by the end of the movie, the title will make sense. She also said she thought it was pretty obvious who Ray's parents were in The Force Awakens. So she sometimes doesn't say things properly. But she says that it's going to make sense by the end of it. How does all of this tie together for Anakin to come back? For, for The Rise of Skywalker okay. to make sense? Uh, we don't have to answer that question it's just i think that's i think that's really going into the movie that's really what we should all be focused on not yeah you know not behind the scenes not leaks just focus on how are they going to put the make this all fit together with who we know now mm-hmm. i don't know well you uh, should because uh, i work for lucas films <laughs> <laughs> You could literally, you could like, just had a meeting with JJ today. <laughs> They're killing off Wedge in the crawl. What? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I need Star Wars in my life. It's less than 50 days. Yeah, we're, we're running out of time to do it. I, I, was, I think I told you I was, I was given permission to have the 19th and the 20th off from work. So I am officially on Star Wars holiday special that during that time <laughs> we should do a live stream where you and i just sit and watch the holiday special in its entirety like this just, <laughs> oh my gosh what's happening i can't wait for this movie by the way i'm like more and more excited every time i think about it i'm like you know this is it's back to fun we yeah. like it was fun leading up to last jedi and then the negative everything on there and then we kind of yeah. got out of that but it was like there was we didn't know what to focus on. Like, cause this last shot, I kind of wrapped things up and didn't really leave a lot of questions to be asked other than like, where is everybody? And now we're back to, this is why we started doing this podcast. So we could talk about star Wars like this for a good time. And I equated this. Um, I equated it with somebody. Once I said, doing the podcast is kind of like playing with toys as a kid. <laughs> it's like the adult version of what we used to do. Yeah. Oh, we stopped doing that? <laughs> Whoops. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, <laughs> you pick up a toy and say it. It's funny. Uh, kind of works with one of our next... <laughs> our next topic. Uh, I think it was last week or the week before where we were talking about something. And I was just like, 
I wonder at what point someone's going to quit Star Wars. Because <laughs> it's like, it's very possible because, I don't know, sometimes people just quit. And what happened this week just prior to, uh, just shortly after we recorded? Oh, right. Last week after we recorded, it was uh, announced, I think it was at like midnight and I woke up at yeah. uh, 6 a.m. to the news that Benioff and Weiss decided, uh, well... Wow. There are various three parts, but let's just say they've stepped away from Star Wars. Um, yeah. A lot of people talked about this. I talked about this on a 1313 where my, Brock, I got to say this before we get into it. My whole mm. thing with being annoyed with this isn't so much that they left, isn't so much that they were hired. It's twofold with don't announce, like, I, we spoke about this a few weeks ago. Yeah. The knee jerk reaction of announcing people when, this, when the fandom is at yeah. a low. And then they announced three movies. I, I told Josh over at the Den of Nerds, I said, you know what? I'm a, I've right now I trust Star Wars as much as I trust DC when it comes to announcing things. Like I'm and I don't like that. Like Marvel and no. Marvel is like, hey, we're gonna do She-Hulk, we're gonna do Ant-Man 3, we're yep. gonna do the Spider-Man, we're gonna do all this. And I'm like, I believe you. Even though they have yep. nothing, they have no nothing tangible there. That like, I believe them because I know it's gonna yeah. happen. Whereas Star yep. Wars right now, they're like, we're gonna do this trilogy and that trilogy. Are you? Because I I'm not buying it anymore. Mm, mm. But anyway, they they had to step away, and it's sounding like either they were they something happened in May. I've heard, um, but mm. what, look, once they signed with Netflix, Netflix is one thing. Apple TVs are Disney Plus. There's so many now. Disney, yeah, Disney and Netflix are like the yeah. biggest competitors yeah. right now, and it doesn't make sense. It's like like I, you you own Burger King, and you hire me on to come up with the most perfect burger. And then while I'm doing that, I'm like, I also signed on with McDonald's to make a burger. (laughs) You'd be like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. It's, you know, it is what it is. Like, I I read a report. It's like they left because of uh, backlash from fans. And I'm like, why? Because they're making a Star Wars movie? Or, oh, maybe it's because they delivered a season of Game of Thrones that wasn't good. Like, these guys don't care, in my opinion. I'm sure they don't like being... uh, shed upon by fans but like they made game of thrones they they made the new water call uh water cooler show people yeah. watch that like i remember just being the one like no nah, i'm not trying to be og nerd here but it's just like i i missed the days where I, I would watch game of thrones and nobody would talk about it and it was great uh yeah whatever you can say whatever you want about the last season of game of thrones but they delivered us five or six decent seasons and now you're telling me, oh, because Star Wars gets backlash all the time, they're not going to side with it. Like, get out of here. You're not going to prove – you're going to uh, make everyone happy at all times. Like, if if Lucasfilm thinks you, you can make something, go make it. And if it's no good, whatever. Like, it's – try again because they si- signed, like, a multi-deal, right? Like, uh, I honestly think it was just money. Like, really. And, and that's not me being like, oh, you agree. Like, whatever. Like, these guys – they deserve whatever, like like I said, Game of Thrones was a great series, regardless of the ending. Like, so whatever they, someone wants to offer them, they should take it, and they gotta make it. They make make a choice, right? Netflix or Disney Plus, one or the other. So I guess Netflix won. I don't know if it was more money or I don't know. Whoop, whoops, but like, if you're if you're getting a studio that's saying, we want to sign you and you can make whatever you want to an extent, I suppose, but like that's kind of what they're doing right they're not they're not 
asking for a new Game of Thrones. They're just like, we know you make good stuff, so please make it. Though I guess Lucasfilm has more, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, like, it sucks, but, like, they got, uh, what's his face? From Marvel. Feige. Feige. Like, it's just, like, it's fine. <laughs> like, and Ryan Johnson's still in. Whatever. Like, it's just, they're gonna make it no matter what. I, I think they're even still working, uh, the, um, uh, Weiss and Benioff are still working on making something new for HBO. I mean, like, they just announced that there will be there's a title or project for the Game of Thrones universe coming out on HBO. So it's like mm-hmm. these guys, I don't know if they're involved in it all at all, but like I think HBO has the full control of that. But like whatever, it's just TV. So yeah, it's a bummer, but whatever. Yeah. Right, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I kind of just like I, I felt, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Just, like stop announcing this stuff, man. Just yeah, do it. Exactly. Like, they came in, they're like, they're going to do a new the saga. And then there was a report. I can't remember if it was Hollywood Reporter or Variety or something. It was it was something reputable though, where they had an art. There was two articles dropped on it. One of them was very non-specific. The other one was pretty specific. And they yep. said that they were going to do a, a story about the beginnings of the Jedi. That it was going to mm. take place about the beginning of the Jedi, which is something I think a lot of people speculated. Knights of the Old Republic, something like that. Something. If you go back to I think our first podcast, you can listen to that on Patreon right now on the Star Wars Detours, our old old podcast. We kept talking about the idea that there was this forest tree, and Luke would tell Ray about how the Jedi, how the Jedi started. And I thought yeah. that was a very intriguing idea. I don't know if it's something I necessarily need in a movie, but I do like the idea. And if it's in a movie, I'm going to watch. I don't care. Yeah. But then you can continue to read it, and it sounds like Lucasfilm didn't want to go down that path, and there's all these different problems. And then you start thinking about Gareth Edwards, and you start thinking about Josh Trank, and you start thinking about yeah. Colin Trevorrow, and then what? What? what it, the, the common thread, with the exception of Trank, who just you know he had his own issues, I think. But Gareth Edwards is in, and they're like, "We're going to make a war movie." And then they go in, and when we watch it, and and let's just say we don't know what happens behind the scenes, but when we watch the movie, what do we have? A Star Wars movie with yeah. some war in it. And then you got Trevorrow, and Trevorrow didn't like what was happening with with um, the Ryan with Episode Eight. He wanted things. He wanted Luke to be handled different. He wanted Leia to be different. And then they let mm. him go, and they stick with that. And you know, I just think that there's this Lucasfilm. I think is afraid of change. Mm-hmm. And I think my my counter to that is. Don't be afraid of change, but don't change for the sake of change. You have Star Wars. This is this yeah. is your. You have Star Wars. You like Disney didn't want George Lucas to be a part of it. That's fine. That's their prerogative. They own the. They own it. They can do what they yeah. want. They don't want George Lucas around because he might be too controlling. That's fine. But he he built something that we're on this show right now. We're on YouTube and all these podcast things talking about constantly and there are thousands of star wars podcasts now there's a there's a fan expo about there's a star wars celebration every year every two years whatever it is that that people that gets bigger and bigger it's sold out in hours this year it's like people love star wars and they don't they don't need we can i want tarantino to do star wars no you don't you want star wars (laughs) and like the tarantino did star wars movie we'd all be like i didn't feel like star wars that's what's gonna happen we don't want like and you know we can love the last jedi we can hate the last Jedi, but we don't want to go in and necessarily have it flip over on us. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's almost comfort food at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like getting a big bucket of KFC and sitting on the couch, putting on 90 Day Fiance and just eating the crap <laughs> out of it and not caring. And then going in the fridge and getting a nice piece of pie and then pouring on the whipped cream or whatever people put on their pie, ice cream and all that stuff, and just indulging in it. And that's almost what we want. And it's nice when there are changes, but sometimes we don't need that change. And I think yeah. what Lucasfilm needs to do right off the bat is just continue Star Wars. Don't worry about changing the game of what it is. Let but even when I say they're huge Star Wars fans, give them a chance to tell their Star Wars story. You gave Ryan yeah. Johnson his chance, and apparently nobody had an issue with anything he was doing. And he even said he was shocked that they let him do that. Just yeah. let just put your trust in who you who you hired. Oh, and f- I forgot to mention uh, Lord and Miller. They're fired for making it a comedy. Yeah. But don't make it a comedy and don't hire comedy directors to do a co- to yeah. do your movie then. Uh, this is the, this is my pro. This is where I'm feeling what they're doing, and I think they have learned this huge lesson. And I think John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Kevin Feige are who they are using to write the ship right now, and they're going to steer start. They're going to use Feige to kind of be like, okay, this is how this is the new shape of Star Wars, and then uh, my hope, you know, I love Made and Swingers and all that. My hope from freaking before the force awakens came out was that favreau would come on board so i'm hoping favreau is the guy that they're like you are the successful success sort successor to feige now feige has done this you're coming from your mando show you take star wars now let's figure this out yeah no i i totally agree like it's just that you just stop announcing stuff until like you have something (laughs) Like, and you actually said that a long time ago too on the <laughs> show. You're like, why do they announce everything? And like, why can't we just announce it and then a month later we get it? <laughs> like, I know that's not how marketing works, but like, to like have no information and then like here it is, and like what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so it's too bad, but whatever. Do I, am I not going to watch whatever Benioff and Weiss makes? Of course I am. Like, it's just great. I'm going to, I, their stuff is good. I don't know what, like, I don't know if what they've made outside of game of Thrones. Cause I haven't thought to look it up, but like, I don't know. Uh, you know, it just, it doesn't, uh, I just wish Disney would just have like a plan. Like showing us titles on a, piece of like on a black background isn't a plan that's just like we're gonna make these like i would love to know that the story group is like we have this we have the next 20 years mapped out story-wise no huge details it's just like this will happen and then this will happen or not even i guess with star wars you can be like this is the major events that will happen in the galaxy right around it like i know that sounds like not exciting but i think in a world like this you need that figured out so like we often talk about like well last jedi and new or not new hope uh force awakens kind of don't they have this weird they don't they kind of connect and they kind of don't and it's like that's not on ryan johnson or jj abrams like i feel like this story group that we always talk about but they should have a like okay you need to hit one, two, and three on this, and then we're good. You can do whatever else you want. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> so that's the problem, though, is they, they're like Ryan Johnson came in and he said they let me do whatever I wanted, and it's like, and I'm okay with that if you don't tell me that. Have yeah. like, like I think Lucasfilm and Star Wars particularly has really bad PR. They need someone to come in and be like, 
actually, yeah. this firm now is in charge of everything you guys say. Ryan Johnson, you're doing whatever you want. This is what you're going to say. J.J. Abrams had a three-movie outline, and I followed it, uh, but they let me make a little bit of changes, but I followed it mostly. And then all of a sudden, we come out of Last Jedi, and, and instead of being like, he ruined everything, we go, well, nah, I wonder where it's going now because it's all part of this giant plan. We don't feel like now J.J. Abrams is being rehired to put the pieces of something back together that we're not sure about. And that's Benioff and Weiss. Like, wouldn't it have been cool if, like we, I just mentioned the, the forestry thing that Luke was saying. Wouldn't it have been cool if in this saga at some point, in, in episode eight, in the Jedi Temple, there's something in there. And that is the clue into the Benioff and Weiss saga. And yeah, connect yeah. it. And it's like, just like give us something. And the thing that Marvel does so well is just that. They throw in something little every once in a while. And Star Wars cannot be the MCU and that we can't get, you mm. know, the solo movie, Obi-Wan movie. We've already had the team up. The original trilogy was the team up. Like, well, we get out of the team ups. But you can give us that. And then your sagas can be your independent individual films and there could be a coming together of all the sagas at, at, on yeah. some level you just have to kind of reverse engineer it and work backwards from it but the, it's, it's just i don't know yeah. maybe it's too easy maybe i think uh, frankly i think disney overcomplicated star wars in their mind they were paranoid because mm. of the reception that the prequels got and they wanted to just go back and give us popcorn films which again uh, star wars is like i said it is me with a big bucket of deep fried something watching the most garbage I can on TV <laughs> and just sitting yeah. on my couch, outbundying my hand down my pants, drinking like some yeah. terrible beer or something and just not giving a crap about anything because I am super into what I'm watching. That is what Star Wars yeah. is. And uh, yeah. I'm still excited for the future of it. And I freaking can't wait for Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah. I'm super psyched for the movie, and Mandalorian is just like, that's going to be awesome. I it, it drives me nuts that I cannot sign up for Disney+. Plus. I'm like, just, I, I'm going to buy it. Like, it's just like, don't, just tell me when I can buy it. And it's in less than, I don't know when we'll actually drop this episode. It's in less than a week or just over a week. Like, it's, it's insane. Even though they've announced it, it's going to be in Canada that week. We don't have this information yet. <laughs> Hold on. Have you been know. on? Have you been online today to see if we can get it right now? No, I was just on the website while we we're doing it, and it's just this. Uh, but I didn't go deep dive because obviously we're trying to talk. <laughs> Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Sign. Uh, nothing yet. Sign up. There's Disney Plus for Disney. Sign up, Canada. There's Disney for Disney Plus for Disney Parks. There's a dollar thirty nine. I can get that. But yeah, no, uh, no <laughs> dice. I'm sure by the time. Um, you know, patrons get this early, so I'm by, sure by the time this goes live, everybody else, we should have access to it. Um, but who knows? I mean, I look, Mandalorian, I don't even know if I'm going to sleep that day. Uh, did you take <laughs> it off? You said you might take it off of work. Did you ever do that? or? Uh, no. I didn't take it off either. I'm going to be working, but I'm going to watch The Mandalorian. Maybe um, I'm, I heard rumors that it might debut at 7 a.m. Eastern time. Oh if, yeah, that's right. If it comes up earlier than that, like six, I could, I could probably swing. Depending on how long that episode is, I could probably swing a six a.m. viewing um, mm. before work. Uh, any, any later, uh, like seven o'clock, I can't. I'll have to watch it when I get home. Uh, but I'm, look, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to covering it. I'm looking forward to talking about it. I'm looking forward to watching it and just seeing how yep. the franchise grows. And um, it, it just, I watched, I watched. Um, the Mandalorian Star Wars celebration the other day, the panel. I just don't judge me, but I watched, watch, yeah. yeah, I just watched it, and I was like, just Favreau's 
excitement on the panel. Yeah. Like just his excitement. And then he's like, we've got a lot of stuff for you guys, for the old fans. And then you're like, we've got a lot in there for you. And I'm just like, look at this guy, man. He is reveling in this. He just, he just loves it. And then not only does he love it, but he grabs Dave Filoni to join him on it. Somebody that <laughs> like, but that, I think that more than anything is just respect and an understanding. And I think this comes from making Iron Man, this understanding yeah. that you need somebody that has in-depth knowledge in what you're doing because you and i we could write a spider-man movie yeah but i mean you would write one better than me because i'd just be like and he's swinging through new york and and jonah's yelling at like that would be mine because it'd be things Mm -hmm. i like but you but you know you you would go and then we would hire like somebody at marvel who understands it and then you learn and you develop it and then it becomes something even better and greater because you have the respect to hire the people around you to surround the people around you that understand the topic yeah, exactly. God, I can't wait. What a I time! For, what a time for Star Wars, though, right? Like, yeah, what a time. We're gonna end the Skywalker saga for better or worse. We're gonna get the Mandalorian season two. of The Mandalorian's coming this summer. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi starts shooting. He's already growing the beard. I don't know if you saw that, but he's starting to grow his facial hair for it. No, already. I did not. I don't know if he's growing it for this, but he's growing it. And uh, Deborah Chow is directing Obi Wan Kenobi. Six episodes. Wow. It's gonna be awesome. Cannot wait. All right, let's do yep. some let's do some odds. Let's do the odds. Never tell me the odds. Brought to us by Patreon. Thank you, Patreon. Thanks for Patreon. supporting us. Yeah, thanks for supporting. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. Link is in the description everywhere. Uh do that. We have a lot, a lot of new stuff coming up in contests as well. Um it's a lot of fun to be on there. We're doing a ri- journey to the rise of Skywalker. And over there, you get all of the complete stuff. All right, so our Patreons are Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine Allison, Mary Kristen Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W, Tony Comstock, Sooner Thrawn, Neil Lowry, Charlotte, FP, and everybody's favorite, Den of Nerds. I gotta. Can I say something about Josh over at the Dinner Nerds for a second? Please. Um, he's a terrible human. No, he's great. Uh he's been getting a lot of a lot of flack lately because he's been doing like these like honest reflections on Star Wars and how he's oh, really? how he's like legitimately concerned about things and like the fandom and stuff. And he's been getting a lot of flack for it. And people are like thinking that he hates Star Wars and. Uh, you know Josh a bit, and I talked to him quite. He loves Star. Josh does love Star Wars. I think that yeah. needs to be said. He loves Star Wars, and he um whatever his his yeah. channel's like small though so but just uh everybody just needs to uh you know relax maybe uh, maybe do less you know like just do less just you're like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna roast this guy on his youtube channel eh, maybe don't maybe just you know go back to playing uh overwatch i don't know are you still allowed to play overwatch I think so. There's okay. a, I saw a trailer for like the, I own it. There's Overwatch Two. I know you oh. own it. It's on the Switch now. I know it just came to the Switch. But isn't there like a big problem with like Blizzard Entertainment or something? I don't know. What's yeah, I don't probably. I don't pay attention. All right, let's go. Never tell me the odds. Thank you, Patreon. Uh, you guys join Patreon. Lots of prizes to join us, Skywalker. Lots of videos. Yeah. Lots of cool stuff. November twelfth uh, when Disney Plus debuts. Uh, Andrew Fantasia's Goodwill Hunting: The Story of Mandalore drops for Patreon. Uh, you're not going to want to miss that. Also. 
Uh, I do a, an Outlander club with an actor from The Mandalorian named Dominic Ooh. Pace. We talk all about his Star Wars fandom and what it was like being on set of Star Wars. Uh, and he got to um, he got to meet some uh, cool people as well while he was doing that. Nice. Uh, so anyway, our odds, uh, the first odd, the odds of us seeing a memorial or monument for Admiral Akbar. Rumor is the Admiral's son is in this movie, Brock. Uh, so what do you think? Will we see... A monument for Admiral Akbar or a memorial or something. I'm so glad you brought this up because I just caught up with uh, Star Wars Allegiance. I didn't read the second one, but uh, I don't know if I went into detail when I read the first one. Uh, part of the storyline is that they go to Mon Cala to get – because this happens right after Last Jedi and they're looking for resistance help. Uh, and Mon Cala is notorious for creating the fleet that would inevitably uh, – destroy the empire and Re return of the jedi all their cruisers so they're going back for help and it's it's really interesting because they've they've done a lot of with mon Cala in the comics and they've sort of continued throughout but the reason i bring it up is because admiral akbar is a character admiral akbar's son is a character that's helping them out i can't i should have looked it up it's an <laughs> a name as well it's not it's not like it doesn't it's uh, whatever he seems cool uh, I didn't really get the I didn't get the issue where they, they introduce him, so I don't know a lot. But like he seems very uh, allied with the resistance. I don't know if we'll see him in the movie, but uh, yeah, the monument. So what do you a memorial in real life or in the movie? In the movie, in the movie. Um, I don't think so. I feel like maybe we'll get a ship called the Akbar. Uh, Aftab so, Akbar. Aftab Akbar. Aftab, that's it. I was like, it's not a rhyming with Akbar, but it's like similar in name. Uh, I'm going to go 20%. Uh, I would love it. Don't get me wrong. I just like, uh, I don't think a lot enough people, uh, maybe I'm wrong. No, enough regular people know who Akbar is, even though he's become a meme. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, 20%. Yeah, I'm low too. I'm 21%. I don't think so. Yeah. I think, but you know, Having Akbar's son in it, because there is a Mon Cala in that group shot of like Maz is there and there's a Mon Cala there and Lando's in the middle in the trailer. There is a shot. Yeah, I, I think I think his death was one of those weird things in the in the Last Jedi when you're like, why? Like, it's so throwaway, and it's like, is it just so he's not around anymore because they didn't have anything to do? Like, I don't I don't know. And I I look and I'm not somebody that ever thought that he should have replaced Holdo. I think Holdo was perfect for what happened with that. Yeah. Um, but it, it almost felt like it was so throwaway that it's just, is this just a thing to like appease the fan base? Be like, Oh look, there's his son and his son is just like him. <laughs> uh, so that is, so I'm going to go low. And I also don't, if you don't, if we don't get one for Han Solo, I don't want one for Akbar. Let's just, <laughs> let's just put it that way. Yeah. 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 Like, there, okay. Uh, but I do love Akbar. It's a snack. Not that I like snacks <laughs> anymore. Uh, it's like one of the odds of Snoke being shown in flashbacks. Well, any Ooh, circus wow. return. I just want 100% because I just want to know more about Snoke. <laughs> Are you going 100 for real? Yeah, I'm going 100 for real. <laughs> just do it. I want it to happen. I'm going to say 53.26591. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I don't think it's necessarily going to happen. I would really love it to happen. I'm all on. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, 
I got the vintage series snow. <laughs> I, I like snow. I, th- I thought any circus in the last Jedi was phenomenal. I want to know more about Snoke, but I don't think we need to see more Snoke to know more Snoke, to mm. learn more about Snoke. Um, but if we're gonna go flashback, show me him, man. That comic that's coming out in January says that Ben Solo flees to the only person he could trust, which is Snoke. Which means in the first comic that comes out pro- the day before Rise of Skywalker, mm. we might even get to see Snoke in that. And why? I want to know why does Ben Solo? Why does he feel he could trust Snoke? And why is Snoke the only person he can trust? We probably won't get that in a movie. I'd really like to yeah. see it in a movie. But I, so for that, but I'm gonna go low on the on the percentage on that one. And our final odd today. And is the odds of Ray fighting Ray? Will Ray fight Dark Ray, Brock? <laughs> sure. Uh, I mean, it's possible. Like that shot of her doing that double-sided, double-ended, double-bladed yeah. uh, lightsaber. She could be just fighting herself. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, uh, yeah, seventy-five percent. I don't know. <laughs> I went full Brock on this one. I don't know. Would it be cool? I think so, but I don't know if it would be cool. I hope it would be cool, but I don't know. Um, as long as Ray kind of, I really want Ray when I walk away from this movie. I want Ray to be my favorite character of this trilogy. That's my hope. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, but that is absolutely my hope. Uh, that's all for the odds. Now let's go over to. Hollow news. Hollow news. Hollow news. Hello, everyone. Uh, so I, I think I've played this before, but Lenovo has a Star Wars Jedi Challenge AR kit because uh, they have a game where you can do stuff with lightsabers. I think you actually have physically have a lightsaber in your hand or something like a lightsaber. It's currently on sale on eBay for twenty nine American dollars USD. Uh, but I believe you can still buy it from uh, directly from the Lenovo. It's like 85% off uh, from its $200 USD price. I got to say that because we're in Canada. Uh, and I think from Lenovo, it's $63 US dollars, which is, I think I've played it and it was pretty cool, but it's on sale. So if you uh, have the Lenovo uh, a VR, AR, whatever, uh, check it out. It's on sale. Get it. Uh Resistance Reborn is a book that's coming out this upcoming week, November 5th, which will obviously deal with stories surrounding the rise of Skywalker. But uh, they have dropped some excerpts. I believe you can see it on the book's website, uh, where it reveals some info on some of our characters. Poe Dameron and Wedge Antilles. uh, Wedge Antilles is actually pretty... Well, mentioned a lot because uh, I think we mentioned a couple weeks ago that he gets involved with Snap Wexley's wife or wife, Snap Wexley's mother. They do get married. I don't know if that was, was that in, in uh, those books? Aftermath. Yeah. Aftermath. In, in Aftermath. Yeah. Uh, so they are married. So <laughs> Wedge is Snap's <laughs> stepfather. But apparently this excerpt reveals that Poe trained with Wedge Antilles uh, to become the X-Wing ace pilot we know of, of, of him in these movies. And, of course, he, uh, we will sh- find out that the reason he wasn't really around for uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi was he has settled into retirement living on the world planet Akiva with his wife, Nora Wexley. 
Uh, and he lives a quiet life, tending to his garden and kitties. Well, kitties, K E E D E E. I don't know what that is. And then he will be uh, thrust back into the fight because Snap comes and pays him a visit. So that book comes out November 5th. Sounds very exciting. Uh, maybe if you're a big social media person, you uh, saw this week that John Boyega started not an argument or a fight, but he uh, dropped some real opinions on uh, Star Wars characters, specifically Anakin. He says, I'm sorry, guys, but Anakin slapping all of us into a pit of lava, including Kylo, stating that Anakin Skywalker is one of the stronger uh, Jedi. Uh, that like so, Ray and Kylo stand no chance. Uh, people were stay uh, going with his side, and people were against it. And he's like, he's also said Obi is the OG, but come on now, you know Anakin is taking out guys. I love that I get to read people's tweets on it. Well, it is, uh, apparently there's a, the, his supporters for this are the Stanikins. <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. But then people pointed out, while well, Obi-Wan was the only one to walk away in general from, <laughs> from the lava pits of, uh, of, uh, oh God, what is that play called? Not Malachor. Uh, anyways, <laughs> from the. James, what's the planet called with the lava pits? With the Mustafar. Mustafar, thank My you. My mic was off. Sorry. I know it's all good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're jonesing for some Finn stories, definitely check out Star Wars Allegiance. As I was uh, I was talking about him and Poe going on a fun caper. You want to check that out? And just prior to uh, the us recording the podcast, I found something on uh, the internets. Um, movie web specifically pointed this out the newest issue of star wars insider revealed some character things mostly the pointing out the sith troopers but there's some fun stuff here and i of course have lost the link uh but they uh they had like a it's a picture spread and there's like little blurbs about about each uh about some of the new characters the sith troopers there's a mention of dio and the knights of ren uh, give me a second as I look this up. Um, I'm actually going to go out and purchase that issue of Star Wars Insider. Yeah, uh, it's you know, pretty if, sweet. Did you I, see this? There it is. I, I ha- I've actually I've I've kind of taken a glance at it. I want to go buy it. I yeah. So I've given up on Empire Magazine, uh, <laughs> but you know what? Star Wars Insider magazine is always on the shelf, always, and it's always and it, every month there's a different cover, and I see it every month, and I'm always contemplating purchasing it but i you know i don't um, what am i gonna do so i don't but this one i did see the cover and i saw some of what they talked about i said you know what this yeah. is one of those ones that i do want to own and and kind of have in my uh star wars collection it's uh the article's called rise of skywalker villains versus heroes we see supreme leader kylo ren as it says right there general hux we see the knights of ren sith troopers this is the what it says on in the thingamajig it says Imbued with a fanatical devotion to the First Order, the Sith Troopers are are an elite force of stormtroopers that draw inspiration and power from a dark and ancient legacy. Uh, and then it goes on to say they do a lot of hand-to-hand combat stuff and they have weapons. Uh, so that's kind of neat. I mean, it's still kind of ambiguous, but it definitely is saying that the Sith Troopers are part of the First Order, which obviously they look like it. 
but it's not perhaps not some Palpatine hidden army. I don't know. And then the Knights of Ren, it says, ominous, mysterious, and um, implacable. The Knights of Ren are members of an enclave of mass warriors and the fearsome enforcers of Kylo Ren's dark will. So there we go again. They are part of his, again, uh, still ambiguous, but it was kind of neat to read that. I'm like, all right, Star Wars Insider, good for you. And then also there is a mention of Dio. I feel like this is already known, but I'm going to read it anyway because I was like, oh, that's cool. An impressionable little roller droid cobbled together from old compo- odd components and spare parts. Dio is cute, curious, and fixated with BB-8. Dio is following the asteroid throughout thick and thin. So like, oh, that's cool. I think that was already known, but I was like, ah, cool. So just dropping a little bit of hints here and there on new characters, but yeah. And this has been your Hollow News. Hollow News. Da, 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 top five. Top five. Today's top, top five. five. Yesterday, yesterday, three weeks ago, when was it? Last week was Halloween. Um, <laughs> like I said, I saw some costumes. We're going to go old school here and do top five Star Wars Halloween costumes. We would have done this Woo! last week, but I forgot it was Halloween. So here we go. It's a trap. My number five Star Wars Halloween costume is Kylo Ren. Four years ago, every little boy, maybe some girls too, were dressed up as Kylo Ren, the unknown new villain of the new sequel trilogy. But he had a really cool mask and a sweet looking lightsaber. And everybody that I saw trick-or-treating that year when I took my niece and nephew, there was like five, I think five or six Kylo Rens. I think it's a great costume to dress up for Halloween. Yeah. My number five is uh, my costume this year, Chewbacca. Uh, it's a fun costume, but unconventional at most. <laughs> uh, it's good if you're trick-or-treating because it's extremely warm, but if you're going to a hipster bar, not so good. Bring a fan like I did. <laughs> like uh, an actual fan. And if anybody wants to see uh, his Chewy costume, go to our Instagram page, Rebel Scum Boom. Podcast, because it's on there. That was fantastic. What? Uh, how long before that Halloween party did you order that costume? Maybe like maybe a month before. Maybe I don't you know. put some planning in Halloween. You're like, oh, yeah, this yeah, Halloween, yeah. this was Halloween. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm usually like the day of. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go as a uh, yeah, a balding guy. All right, my number four, Ray. I should have put like Ray and Kyle. They should be like together, but it's Ray. I think Ray would be a great yeah. costume. I didn't see any Rays. I only saw a Stormtrooper this year, but I'm sure there were a lot of uh, little girls going as Ray. Uh, great costume. I, I, I'm curious which Ray, because right now, Brock, you can get the Hallmark ornaments at Walmart, you know, the Star Wars ones. There are two yeah. two different Rays, one in white, one in Last Jedi gray, which kind of confused me. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, which Ray? Would it be Force Awakens Ray, Last Jedi Ray, or, or uh, New Ray? Rise of Skywalker Ray. It'd be a Blu-ray. Oh, ba, 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 da. um, I'm gonna go with my number four, R2D2, because like you don't see that a lot, <laughs> and like that would be kind of an easy costume to make when you think about it. You just need like I don't know where or garbage can or something like that. I don't yeah, know. It's just garbage can with wheels. Ma, push me. It'd be like that scene from the movie Cedar Rapids where John C. Riley just puts a garbage can on. It's like, oh, Marjorie, did That's what it was. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that yeah. movie. I saw the movie on a plane. Um, number three for me is a Stormtrooper slash Sith Trooper. Uh, they're my favorites. That's it. That's why. Yeah. That's it. There's no other reason than awesome to keep doing it. Encourage your children to dress as Stormtroopers or Sith Troopers. 
<laughs> my number three would be homemade Jabba the Hutt. Just wear a sleeping bag. Again, super warm. <laughs> I almost put Jabba on my list. <laughs> uh, and my number one, oh, oh, number two. We're on number two. My number two, Darth Vader. Yeah, that's my number awesome. two as well. Yeah. It's like, it's, 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 you know easily the most popular absolutely uh, my i knew this chair was broken i'm like how am i lower <laughs> my number one is uh the other darth formerly darth i should say maul but i don't want you to wear like a cheap mask like i have i want you to do full face paint and prosthetic horns yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what i want don't cheap out on me um even though this yeah. is from last week anyway brock what is your number one my number one's gotta be stormtroopers i mean there's so many variations of course but like that's, I would argue, a little bit more uh, no, like known than a Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Like It's oh, sort yeah. of like They're... if you walk around with a Stormtrooper, you're like, oh, it's a Star Wars. Look, he's a Star Wars. Also, white Stormtrooper, a lot safer at night than black Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, a yeah. lot safer. Then you don't have to have like the reflectors on. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Darth Vader did have reflectors. Yes, he did. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> You know, it's the worst was this year. I don't know. It rained all night here. It's like, oh, yeah, oh poor true. kids, man. You know, you got like, you're, oh, I'm Vader. You're wearing a coat, kid. Sorry, I hate that. But you know what? They still show up in droves to get the kid. You can't stop. Yeah. You can, kids will not, will not oh, yeah. make their bed, will not do their dishes, will not tidy up, but they will walk through the rain to get their candy. Yeah. It's not Halloween in Canada unless you're wearing like a parka or sweater underneath your costume. That, I remember that. That's like, quintessential canadian even they even like i don't know what was happening there they canceled halloween in montreal for our uh non-canadian listeners like that's wild i hope Aren't they, they doing it didn't happen. they do it like the saturday after i heard i think so i don't know i haven't i didn't really follow up i'm sorry i'm like they canceled halloween i'm like oh okay <laughs> yeah it's kind of nuts to me i think people take things a little bit too let the kids have fun that's what yeah. that's what I mean I, if there's a danger okay I understand but like yeah. I was like Ugh. anyways this has been the 140th episode of the rebel scum podcast give us a follow on Facebook Instagram and Twitter uh, and um, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts uh, which is uh, we're on everything uh, Apple iTunes so give us a rating also rate and write a review make a positive five stars as, as low as you can go there anyway so pod, Apple podcast Spotify iHeart iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. I don't know. There's too many of them there. And, of course, <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't say check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, help us so I can get a new XLR cable so I can get back to a decent microphone. I'm, I was just, like, staring at the whole episode. I know. It's, like, right there. It's on top of my – uh, this books. is yeah, yeah, this yeah. is this book. Well, everyone else can't see this. So I got, it's on top of this and then this. And then this, <laughs> and then Kevin and then, Smith. And then Kevin Smith. So it's uh, it's right there. So that's that's it, been my, so that it's closer to my mouth. And then like you're just like you're saying how you got something delivered for Amazon. I'm like Amazon sells XLR cables. <laughs> I know, but I gotta get the one. Just, anyway, this is the 140th <laughs> episode of the Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm James. That's Brock. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. And until next time, Brock, may the force of others. Wait, no, wait, you were scum. No. You were always scum. Rebel scum. You're a bucket in the system. Let's go, Chrome Dome. Yeah. 
Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.